Thanks for downloading the Beyond the Money podcast. If you hear anything on today's show that you need clarity on or to make that first consultation, give the team a call, 727-334-0024 or always online at mycampbellandco.com. As always, thanks for listening. Now, let's get to the show. Jackie, Monica, I know you don't have a crystal ball, but it it feels like things are spiraling. I know you've worked through really volatile times before and in the past. So do you feel that the market, the economy, do you think that it's going to get worse before things get better? And nobody has crystal ball. You're exactly right with that. But I think, you know, if you are always looking that, you know, it's very possible that it's going to get worse and you're going to go down before you're going to come up and have the potential for growth. I mean, that's a much better conversation than, hey, everything is going to be green grass and high tides. I don't think we're at the the bottom just yet. I think we were going to have some bumpy roads ahead of us for sure. What are your thoughts, Monica? I agree. Just seeing that really point to decline in inflation, I'm not convinced enough. When I look at inflation numbers, I also look at, are you able to make your money earn more than where inflation is at? And I'm not comfortable with that just yet. So I agree with you, Jackie. I think we're going to be seeing a little more of the rough tides before. And I really think, if anything, uh, Jackie, what do you think about people just being more cautious of them pulling money? on this down market. Uh, Well, that's a sequence of returns. That's Mm -hmm. the risk that comes into play once you start taking those distributions from all of your savings. So sequence of returns, it really does have an impact on the bottom line. So basically, if we're to look back 10 years and compare 10 years of performance, 10 years of return, 10 years side by side, it doesn't matter what sequence, if the losses or the gains are on the front end of those 10 years or the losses are on the back end of those 10 years, you come out with the same number. But when you start taking distributions, that can have a significant impact on that bottom line account value at the end of those 10 years. So definitely sequence of returns. Once you start taking distributions, we say it often, there is no better analogy than siphoning out of a draining swimming pool. Mm-hmm. That and definitely you puts wanna, it in perspective. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you have to have distributions. That's fine. It's planning for that income. It's about right. planning. It's about having a complete plan, a proper plan that's going to address all five different topics of your retirement plan, not just how to invest. And that's what a lot of financial advisors will do. They want to manage your money. They want to help you pick out where to invest it and how to invest it. Maybe stay the course, maybe change, maybe rebalance. Occasionally, they don't talk about tax planning. They don't talk about the income planning. And those are significant aspects that can certainly affect the bottom line and all the different risks that can impact all those things. Legacy planning. Only attorneys make make money with legacy planning, but it's still so, so important. You want to make sure all the things that you've worked so hard for go where you want them to go at the end of the day. And then there's also insurance planning, long-term care, health care. You know, when you retire before 65, before Medicare, what do you do? How do you get insurance? What are some options? And how do we qualify for some of those subsidies that may you may be able to get for uh, like the Obamacare? But it's just about having a financial advisor who doesn't just advise on finances, but who also will do that complete planning 360 degrees and also help you protect and grow your money. I don't know anyone, whether you have $10 million saved for retirement or $500,000, Losing 10% is a big deal. And we've had a lot of discussions, you know, what's a bigger loss? Somebody who lost 10% of a of 10 million 
or somebody who's lost 10% of 500,000. To those individuals, it's a lot of money and it's important to them. 727-334-0024, always online at mykimbelandco.com. And Monica, I'm glad that you mentioned that. The CPI index number is down from a 40-year high in April, but it's only down two-tenths of a point regarding inflation. So I want you to hear this clip from CNBC's Rick Santelli. Year-over-year headline up 8.3%. It breaks the streak of seven higher year-over-years in a row because in the rearview mirror, we have 8.5%. And of course, 8.5% takes us back four decades. It is a small reprieve, but a reprieve nonetheless. That's not going to be enough. The Fed's still going to raise and continue to raise interest rates. But this very, very small two-tenths of a point drop, how's that affecting future strategies? I don't know that it does affect future mm-hmm. strategies because it, inflation is, again, one of those unknowns. It's, there's so many things that affect the economy. And it's just about, you know, doing the best you can, planning, 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 mm-hmm. and making adjustments when the facts and the circumstances change. But it's about short-term planning as long-term planning is the most important of those two, though. And I think that does this mean anything to me and change anything that we're doing differently for our clients? No, not at all. It's just about planning for all those variables that we don't know. How long you're going to live is one of them, what the rate of returns are going to be, what the inflation is going to be, the economic conditions, and so many things outside of our control. But a lot of people have ignored the planning with any kind of inflation in their numbers right. because it's been so low for so long. And even if they were planning for it, it was really low. What, 2 3% inflation? And here we are, 8.5, 8.3. I don't think this is going to be enough news that people are going to change how they're reacting with money, what's going to change is the things that they're hearing and seeing and what's coming out of their pockets. Gas prices at an all-time high. You know, we're hearing in the news that, you know, things like baby formula is running out. It's it's a really scary time. And the grocery store bills and being able to get things delivered, it's still an issue. So until I think those things, you see those alleviated, that's when people will be comfortable. But I agree with you, Jackie. People did not plan appropriately for inflation, but it's not too late to get a second opinion to retest the plan that you already may have in place. That's what's so important right now is having that plan. If you haven't taken time to plan and you haven't done it in several years or you don't have a complete solid plan that is touching all five of those points, the income plan, the investment plan, the tax plan, the health and long-term care plan, and the legacy plan. I mean, if you can at least do one thing, what you can control is how you're planning. And it doesn't take that much time. Yeah, there's a little bit of homework. Yeah, it's going to take you a couple hours depending on how super organized you are now. Many people just keep everything updated every month on a an Excel spreadsheet so it's really easy right at their fingertips and then there are others that just have accounts his and hers ours drawn just thrown all over the place kind of like a junk drawer so it's just about cleaning up your messes getting super organized and seeing what changes you can make because when you have inflation this high when you have market uncertainty and especially we're all getting closer each and every day to taking distributions from those life savings and when you climb up that mountain that ascension phase is totally different you know when you're adding in money right now like mark you're still in your working years Mm -hmm. you are at this is an opportune time for you to put as much as you can into your retirement plan really take advantage of that other opportunities when the market's down Roth conversions you want to get those conversions at when the market is low there are certainly 
strategies that we can take advantage of during times like this. But when you get to the top of that mountain and you put the flag in and you start that descension phase, that is the most challenging phase. When you're mountain climbing, that's where most of the accidents happen. They don't happen going up the mountain. They happen on the way down. Mm -hmm. So we want to get you climbing down that mountain, going down it very softly so that you have a very soft landing at the end of the day. Jackie, you said something a couple of seconds ago about we're going to give you a little bit of homework for that initial consultation. So when we come in, Jackie, for that initial consultation, tell me what homework do I need to have prepared? You're going to have your most recent statements, your investment accounts, all of your accounts, whether it's an IRA, a a jointly owned account, your bank balances, your income, what income you have, your expenses, and your past two years tax returns. We like to look at all those different things. And if you have a state documents, a last will and testament, a power of attorney, uh, a trust, we like to look at those things as well. And in our initial meeting after we gather all these documents, it's just about you know putting that puzzle together. And we'll like Monica said earlier, what should you continue doing? What should you stop doing? And what should you start doing? And we go through those things and, and you'll be surprised. I mean, you know, a lot of what we see, we'll see the same errors again and again, mm-hmm. or the same oversights, or we'll see the same things done correctly. And we'll acknowledge those, you know, because those are good things. It's, you know, we don't only want to hear what we're doing wrong with something. I mean, right. it, what are you doing right? What are we get doing really well? And those are some really great, enjoyable conversations that we often get to have. People think they don't have enough to to retire. They haven't done well enough. I didn't start young enough. I didn't Mm -hmm. save enough. I didn't, you know, whatever that is. I didn't work on paying my debt down sooner. But, you know, where are you at now? You can't go back and change one single thing, but you can certainly start from now and create a brand new ending. And that's what we like to do here at Campbell Company when we do that comprehensive retirement master plan. If you're interested in that, want to see what you're missing or what you're doing right even, give us call 727-334-0024 727-334-0024 and the team at Camelot Company always available when you set up an initial consultation no cost no obligation to you and that conversation may include annuities and the benefit of an annuity to build some guaranteed lifetime income so we all know who Shaquille O'Neal is Hall of Fame mm-hmm. basketball star he brings in about 25 million dollars a year just on endorsements. But what he does that's so smart, and I thought about y'all when I saw this article, he puts over a million dollars a year into an annuity. So obviously we don't make Shaq money, but we can learn from him. Tell me a little bit more about an annuity. Does it require that lump sum to start and then more annual contributions? What are the pros and cons of an annuity, Jackie? Well, there's some really good ones out there and there are some bad ones for sure. And it's the bad ones that give annuities that that four-letter word uh, concept. But it's about finding a good annuity, one that's going to be a good fit for you if there is one. And there's some, some really great ones out there. First of all, we're independent advisors, Mark. We are able to work with any insurance company in the United States. So mm-hmm. that's one thing is not being captive under one company, one um, big house, if you will, uh, a business that's going to you know only let you sell a handful, five or 10 different strategies, and that's it. Um, but there's a fixed annuity. A fixed annuity is going to be comparable to uh, a CD, a CD alternative. It's going to be a fixed rate, 3%, or you know maybe a little bit higher than that right now, maybe for two years, three years. 
and it's going to give you a guaranteed fixed rate of return for that number of years that you're in agreement or under contract with that insurance company. There's a fixed index annuity. These are some of my very favorites because the floor is zero. Those show up golden during markets like this with there's when there's really high volatility. You put in $200,000, you're going to have $200,000 at the end of that contract period or the end of that anniversary period, even if the market continuously goes down over time. So it's just about, you know, having that floor and you have the potential for growth and to lock in whatever that growth is, like from point to point. Mm -hmm. So knowing what those things are, and it's not something that you have to understand. There's a lot of different words out there that are associated with annuities, uh, but but definitely working with a fiduciary, someone who's going to be able to explain those to you and help you kind of figure out, you know, like an eye exam, is this one going to be better for me or, or is this one good or should I not have one at all? So Jack, if someone's in an annuity right now and you're giving them different advice of the maybe they received here, you know, we can offer an annuity x-ray. So we can take a look and see what options that you may have. Some people are in an annuity and then their contract ends. And even though they may be happy on what it did, it's really important to take a look because there's always better strategies that are coming out. And that's where we can help because we are fiduciaries and we are not tied to any particular uh, insurance companies. We can shop around for the best fit for you. And Monica, social security benefits, isn't that just a big annuity it really is to an extent i mean you're never going to get back everything that you paid into it unfortunately um but really you know social security it is it's a payout but it does end when you die there's no beneficiaries that you can give that to so the timing of when you take that out and you know one of the factors is that it can be taxable income as well. So one of the things that we do in our comprehensive financial plan is we do draw out that timeline to see, especially if there's two social security benefits coming in, the timing of when to start taking those is tremendously important. How bad do you need the money? And does the growth benefit you more than pulling that out right away? And I asked that because there was an article in The Motley Fool where the writer said that she's not factoring in her social security benefits as part of her retirement income. So whatever she gets, those benefits will just be extra in retirement. Is that going a little too far or do you think there's some kind of merits in that way of thinking? Well, I think being extremely conservative is always good, right, Monica? Always. <laughs> if, you, if you cannot factor that in, that's great. But most people that we speak with do factor that into some extent. Yeah, it's just not reality because years ago you had a pension. You had Social Security, you know, your spouse had a pension maybe in Social Security. And those were just what we call mailbox money, monthly incoming funds that no matter what happens in the market, you're going to get a paycheck. And today, you know, it's up to us. The 401k ha is a flaw. It is a flaw. It has not been successful. Although we've had more people reach a million dollars, according to some studies as of last year, more million dollar 401ks than ever in history. But, you know, it's not about just growing it to that amount. It's about how do you navigate through spending it down? How do you navigate mm -hmm. through difficult markets like we're going through right now with a lot of volatility and uncertainty? Those are the things that do not even compare with a pension. A pension, by the way, is like Social Security, is like an annuity. It's a lifetime income. Joint life, single life, period certain. You know, those are all those those technical legal terms that go along with it. But, but yeah, it's about knowing what to really 
really plan for and doing it being very conservative. Yeah, and unfortunately, pensions are becoming a thing of the past. Not many people I know now are entering the workforce have that pension. So ultimately, your retirement is up to you. And I think that's why people are being more serious about converting into tax-free buckets like Roths or considering those fixed index annuities where at least they have the protection of their principal and their money's not sitting as dead money earning near to nothing in the banks. It's just like a diet, you know? It's about everything in moderation. You know, you don't want to overdo it one extreme or the other, but having a little bit of all those different things, uh, you know, the, the vegetables and the fruits and all those different things in your diet can certainly be an advantage overall over time. And Social Security Fund, I mean, there's there's changes coming. 2035, mm-hmm. the trust fund is expected to run out of money. What that's going to look like? We don't know. Is somebody going to be grandfathered in? We don't know. But definitely, I mean, we've been talking about it for quite a few years now. You know, if Social Security Fund and we're a business, we've got a continuation of business continuity problem going on uh, here in a few years. And definitely taxes are going to be going up to help pay for that, whether it's Social Security taxes, FICA taxes, the employer is going to pay it, the employee. Gosh, that's going to be tough. That's a tough one to to figure out. But Mm -hmm. it seems like nothing ever happens to go in that direction. I don't know about you, but 2035 is uh, coming around pretty darn quick. It's not that far away. And the thing is, they've been talking about this for years, about the threat, but yet no changes have been made. A lot of great information this weekend regarding Social Security benefits, the 401k, the annuity structure. If you missed anything, we do invite you to download the Beyond the Money podcast. It is available wherever you subscribe to your favorite show. It is commercial free. It is free to subscribe. Just put a search for it, Beyond the Money podcast. All right, before we get out of here this weekend, Monica, I'm going to get all in your personal business here for a couple seconds here. All right. Congratulations, getting married last weekend. Now, before you got married, and I saw a great story that said that more than 70% of adults snooped around before their first date. Before you and your husband had that first date, did you do a little... Facebook stalking? Did you do a little Twitter stalking? Darn right I did. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. You know, this is our second marriage. And the first time, you know, it's all about love and your head's in the clouds. And I was in my 20s. And, you know, now it's a lot different the second time around. You learned a lot of lessons the first one. And I know I have children, as he did. And I, of course, I'm going to snoop and see what I can. I wish I had that 20 years ago. So, yeah. So he was pretty clear. And, you know, it's a funny and it's a true story. By the third date, we're kind of new, like, hmm, yeah, I think I want to get to know you better. And he asked me if my credit was good. And I'm like, what? (laughs) But you know, I respected him for that. I'm like, you know, because he takes money serious and he worked really hard for it. And he wants to make sure if we're going to proceed before we really fall into love with each other, is this someone that I, you know, is, are they going to have money problems? Because if it was that, I agree with him. We would have been done and over with a while ago. (laughs) That is the difference between (laughs) dating in your 20s and dating, you know, later in life. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I will add one more thing. Back in the 80s, we just had personal computers, PCs first come out. So we didn't have the cell phones. We didn't have internet. We didn't have Facebook. You definitely had to do your own research. So, uh, I mean, I can tell you, if we hire or we do anything, we're always looking to see what the social media looks like. Oh, yes. So. Yeah. Well, Monica, don't feel bad. Before my wife, Gretchen, before our first date, I Facebook stalked the fool out of her. Did you really? And there was like old pictures of boyfriends. I'm like, well, he looks like a jerk. Uh-huh. I don't know that 
Yes. But, you know, my question is for us, and we talked a little bit earlier in the show about setting up that initial consultation. If we do want to snoop and be a little creepy and look around and see that everything that Campbell and Company Wealth Advisors, everything you have to offer, what is the best way to vet you guys? I would say go to our website, mycampbellandco.com, and that's going to take you to all the different pages that we have. You'll be able to meet some of the partners, see some of our teammates. And, you know, when we celebrate birthdays, we look for any reason to have cake and, and to celebrate around here. Um, so the anniversaries, birth dates, uh, certainly check us out there at mycampbellandco.com. Yeah, and even on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, you'll get to know the team and find some useful articles and things that we post online as well. We invite you to Snoop, and it's not creepy at all. mycampbellandco.com <laughs> or put a search on it on social media as well. Now, the Beyond the Money tip of the day. Can you believe that almost half the year is over already? And I know taxes is not on everyone's mind, but don't fall for tax traps during the year. And there's a lot of those that can creep up, especially if you go through life changes. Maybe you lost your your partner, your spouse, and that will put you into a different bracket. Or maybe this is a time to look into RMD conversions. And knowing if you are pulling money out of that retirement, maybe with the summer and vacations and wanting to enjoy yourself or buy that RV or boat, just know the impact that that can have on taxing Social Security or putting you into another tax bracket that could affect your Medicare premiums. Here at Campbell & Company, for our wealth advisory clients, that is part of your integrated retirement plan. We do look at that, see that you are not falling for any tax traps and what you can do differently. Jackie Campbell is an investment advisor representative with MarketGuard, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice nor recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situations. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. 